What's up, Mets fans? Welcome, welcome to the whole Lot of Mets podcast. My name is Mendy. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at Lot of Mets on Instagram at Lot of Mets. So, in this episode, I want to talk about Jared Porter's news conference. Our new GM, he had a press conference on on Zoom. I I believe it, it was Monday. And Luis Rojas, Luis Rojas had a press conference. I think a couple of hours ago. Oh uh, man, he's mentioned that he has Rosario Jimenez and possible free agent target up the middle. So we're going to talk about that. Is Nolan Arenado in play? Is Lindor now in play? Is maybe even a Chris Bryant now in play? We're, we're going to talk about it on this episode, guys. All right, let's let's roll. So Jared Porter had his press conference um i was watching it on sny it was about 45 minutes i think maybe even an hour long it was a very long in my, in my eyes it was a little boring um he didn't really say anything that's like oh oh my god you know th- that like we're gonna go out and and we're gonna trade for this or we're gonna be aggressive in this you know i didn't really get that um he basically sounded more like a baseball guy which is good you know um he was boring which i guess is a good thing because at least he doesn't have a model saying oh yeah come and get us like i don't want to go through that again but after hearing sandy talk and after hearing our savior uncle stevie talk i don't know i feel like i i was expecting a little more than what we got um i'm definitely not complaining um i do think that jared porter is going to be a great gm i do think um that he's going to get the job done. It just wasn't anything that made a lot of headlines, you know? Although, he, um, he did say one thing that had me a little bit excited. He was saying that death is the most important part of the team. So up until now, we have been getting death as, as, as in like Corey Oswald and Rick Barcelo and Michael Waka. But the difference with Jared, he said, I want quality. Qual- quality death. Which means that Corey Oswald now as 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 a number six guy, that's not gonna happen. He's actually gonna go out and sign veterans to what he said is gonna be a a very veteran team down in AAA. Like they just signed Jared Eikhoff, who he who he never really I guess performed well at the big league level. But once again, it's a minor league deal. Like I see people freaking out. Oh my God! What are they doing? It's Jared Eikhoff. Never turned it around. Who? Okay, so you gave him a minor league deal. What's the worst thing that could possibly happen? He gets cut from AAA. Oh my God! The sky is falling. You know, like I feel like people are just finding ways to just go out and complain and just be like, "Oh, LOL, Mets. Oh, same old Mets." Oh, of course, we're getting Jared Eikhoff, and we're not gonna sign Trevor Bauer, or like we're not gonna get a good rotation because we signed. Jared Eikhoff. You signed Jared Eikhoff to a freaking minor league deal, guys. Everybody, take a deep breath and let it out. It's not that serious. This isn't the Wilpon Mets. A minor league deal isn't going to do anything. All right? So so I'm I'm very happy about that statement he said. Um, of course, he said about how the farm system, how he's going to hire um, basically a whole, not a whole new group um, of farm system coaches but he said he's gonna bring he's gonna bring in a lot of big time talent developers which the Mets have been missing I mean like let's be honest right they have been missing like a great farm system they 
they haven't had that in forever. So that had me very excited too. Um, of course, he's going to go out and he's going to bring in his own analytic guys and it's his own guys eventually, you know, like there's like there's no rush rush to do it now. Although in my eyes is wouldn't I want the analytic guys in play now before I give out a $150 million contract to a Bauer or a $125 million contract to a George Springer? I mean, like I feel like I would want the analytic guys before giving out a before giving out a monster contract to see if they could get me a, a, a let's say, uh, Albert Amora for, let's say, $1 million or, let's say, a $4 million deal. I don't, I don't even know. I'm just chucking out numbers out there. And and the analytics say that, oh, if if you get Almora and such and such, that's better than just signing Springer for $25 million a year. You know? So, like, I feel like the analytic guys are very important, super important. But the Mets did fire everybody, so I hope Jared gets on that faster. Um, he did mention Allard Baird, which of course we know Allard Baird. Um, he was with he was with the Mets under BVW, and he did mention him by name. So I wouldn't be shocked if maybe Baird would come back. Although I don't think he would accept the job back. Like imagine getting hired, I mean getting fired only to come back because your buddy is there. I mean. I don't think it's a good look, but I I, I wouldn't necessarily think that that it's a bad move as um as long as Allard Baird is not like the number one guy. I'm fine with that. Um, anything else? Really, he say he basically says how or Sandy said um about how well how well liked he is in in baseball, and, and that's very important because if you have a bad relationship with the GM, right, that's never a good thing because what if you do, let's say, a, um, a trade with the Rockies, right? And then you go ahead and you have to dump familiar, let's say, right? Um, So you call up a team and you'll be like, hey, I'll give you familiar. I'll pay 75% of his contract and you give me a player to be named later, you know, like some random 45-year-old in double A, you know? um, Usually, sometimes a team would do it. But if you have a bad relationship, which I, I don't know how good of a relationship EVW had, especially because he has been an agent, and I'm sure he has pissed people off. I mean, he pissed off the Mets fans in two, in two years. So in the 15 years that BVW has been an agent, no way has he not pissed has he not pissed off a lot of guys in baseball. So it's always a, a good thing to have a relationship with every GM in in baseball and have that reputation of like, hey, Jared Porter, he's a respected baseball man. He knows what he's doing. I don't feel like I could take advantage of him. Unlike every team that called BVW and was like, oh, you want this and this and this guy? Oh, get ready because we're, we're about to fleece your ass. Like, we gave up four prospects for Keon Broxton. Like, freaking Keon Broxton, guys. Um, we gave up a prospect for how for Ariel Harado, who I'm um, um, who played like three games for the Mets and was the definition of dog poop. Um, he gave up prospects for Robinson Chirinos, which made no sense because Tomas Nito was coming back and Tomas Nito has been good the whole season. He he gave up prospects for Todd Frazier, which that by itself basically sums up the whole Mets tenure the past two years under BVW. Like, oh, sure, we'll give you... Uh, a, a young player down in single A because we don't even have the scouts down there watching the game, which is which is true and has been reported that the Mets don't have scouts in lower A 
scouting their team or other teams. Um, so if that shows how much value BVW thinks that young guys in single A has. Obviously, if he's a top five prospect in in the Mets system, I mean, I hope that they treat him with like a higher hope than they have been treating these players who they've been trading off like crazy. But he just he he didn't care about the farm system and he didn't care about young players that were paying the price for it big right now. So that's another thing why I'm excited about Jared Porter. Um, he, although he did go on MLB radio, I think it was yesterday, and he was saying how George Springer, congratulations to him, how he put himself into a situation to where he's going to get paid big bucks, and we need a glove in center field. So as much as I think that Bauer is the better fit, in in my head, Springer is basically a Met. I'm not I'm not upset. I'm happy. I'm excited. It's just it's it's just not the route that I would have picked. And and the fact that Jared named him by name already and like the Mets already being the favorite and Buster only saying how he's gonna bet his farm that um that Springer is gonna be a Met and that rat Andy Martino kind of kind of said the same thing. I just feel like it's a done deal. So I'm very curious if they go my Liam Hendricks route. Though, if they go my Liam Hendricks route, they have to get Taiwan Walker. Boom! Another thing. Taiwan Walker, guys. A, a, a player that, I've, that I, I basically took under my wing and, and is trying to speak into existence. Taiwan Walker to the New York Mets cannot be a more perfect fit, can, cannot be a better value fit right now in baseball than Taiwan Walker to the New York Mets right now. So, the reason why I brought him up again is because... On SMY, they asked him, what trades were you the most proud of? Um, So he already mentioned um the Kettle Marte one, obviously. And then he said, acquiring Taiwan Walker. And I forgot that other dude that they have acquired. But, but he mentioned Taiwan Walker by name and, and how that's one of the proudest trades that he was ever a part of. And, and that that trade was one of the trades that showed him, wow, I could really be a good GM. Taiwan Walker. He said Taiwan Walker by name. It would not shock me. It would not surprise me if Taiwan Walker is a New York Met. Um, not only did Porter trade for him, and now he has a chance to bring him back after a bounce back year from Taiwan Walker after having Tommy John surgery. I'm all in for it, Jared Porter. Please, please, please. Please make it happen, man. I don't. I don't know how that took me eight minutes into the ding episode to even mention that one. Like that was my number one thing that he said, Taiwan Walker, and I've been dying for Taiwan Walker. So, so I hope that Taiwan Walker is going to be a Met. All right, enough about that. I want to talk about Luis Rojas. He, um, when asked about the up the up the middle defense, he mentioned Jimenez, Rosario, McNeil, and and maybe somebody in free agency. So. Of course, everybody's like, oh, DJ LeMayu. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? But do I think that they could afford him? No. Because if if the whole master plan behind signing McCann was to get Bauer and Springer, only to find out that they're, that they're about $15 million under, under the tax, and for to realize that, hey, we're not going to pay the tax the first year into Steve Cohen's tenure, so you can't get them both. But but now you're gonna go out and you're gonna and, and you're gonna give me Lemayu and Springer. 
for maybe five to ten million dollars less no i wouldn't want that i'm sorry guys i wouldn't want that um as much as i would like to say a big f you to the new york yankees as, as much as i would like it as much as i would love it it just it doesn't make sense when you could go out and you could trade for a arenado or a or a lindor you know would i be angry if, if it happens hell no all right there there has to be a crazy move that's gonna get me ups, upset the only move that I'm going to call right now that has a chance of happening that would get me super upset is Jake Odorizzi. I do not want Jake Odorizzi on the team. I don't care about the Jeremy Hefner connection. I think that he's going to get over overpaid. I, I wouldn't pay him anything over $7 million a year, and I think he's going to get around 10 So I'm staying far away from Jake Odorizzi, and if and if they get him and they pay him more than 7 a year, I'm going to be very upset. So yes, that is the only other move that could get me upset. But I'm really trying to have a positive mindset about it. I wasn't thrilled about the Trevor May signing and for him to go on a podcast um, on Barstool Sports and basically say how, hey, you, uh, um, I, I had interest from half the league and half the league was at this amount and nobody was budging. And then the Mets call and they offer this and it was a no brainer because they blew every, everyone else out of the market. So I signed with them that day, basically. That's kind of what he said. And, and it's like, whoa, like I don't mind overpaying for uh, um, for pitchers but i don't know if i want to overpay that much for a mid-level starting pitcher so that's a no-go for me um I, I mean i just find it funny that he said that like why would you say that the mets came with such a bigger offer than everybody else so i'm um, so you're basically saying that everybody thought you were a four million dollar pitcher and then the mets basically doubled it and and now you're showing it off like uh the mets are suckers like i don't know i found that I found that a, a, a little bit weird. I'm not going to lie. Um, so there's this new Nolan Arenado rumor, which really isn't even a rumor. Um, the Rockies want to get the Mets involved. Obviously, the Rockies want to get the Mets involved. Who doesn't want the Mets involved in anything now? I would be all in on a Nolan Arenado trade. Um, I w my my offer has been familiar um Nimo and Rosario. I actually have a full podcast with David Martin from RockiesReview.com. Um, I did an interview with him about two weeks ago. Um, so the other trade I I, I was gonna throw out there was Cano, Nimo, and like Brett Beatty. And then SNY comes and they tweets out almost the exact same package that I have offered David Martin from Rockies Review and. And basically took it as their own. Like all of a sudden now they're adding Cano in a possible trade. All of a sudden now they're adding Familia and Nimo and Cano and Rosario. Like come on guys, S and Y. If you're listening to to my podcast, which at I thought you weren't because I, I I didn't think I was big enough. But if you are, just give me a shout out next time. I'm just a guy doing a podcast, a pretty small following, which is awesome because I appreciate every single person who comes. And listens to me just ramble about the Mets. I, I, I really appreciate every single one of you. SMY, if you're going to steal my content, you better give me a shout out. Like, what's going on? Like, no way did you think of the same two exact trades that I just thrown out there on, on a random podcast. So what you do is, SMY, you go out and you listen to the smaller podcasts. And if they have good points, oh, we're just going to go and take them as is because they're so small. They're not going to be able to do anything. Well, S and Y, I'm I I can't do anything. So so you're kind of right about that. Um, there's nothing I could do about it. But 
if you're listening, just give me a shout out next time. And I am looking for a job, so so if you want to hire me, my great takes and my great analysis, obviously, because you're listening to it and you're tweeting it out, y'all could hire me. I mean, like, I won't break the bank for you guys. I would say I'm like a David Dahl signing, you know, uh, without the injury risk. Um, if 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 I stay healthy, I'm an all-star outfielder. I'm I'm a Gold Glove Award winner, and you could give me a a cheap contract. I'm basically a David Dahl in in the podcasting world, S O I, and you and you could build me up, and you could de- and you could develop me into a George Springer, let's say, and then I could go on and I could leave you guys, and I could go sign a a big contract somewhere else. But you but but you guys could get me for cheap, low risk, high reward, guys. Wow. So this podcast is completely completely off the rails. Um. So back to Arenado, <laughs> as I was saying. Um. I wouldn't have too much faith in it i don't think the mets are going to go out and trade for such a big player unless they dump familia in that type of a trade or 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 unless they dump betances and somebody else that's going to make the total about 15 million dollars off off the books this year i think that that's the only way i think that that's the only way that they trade for arenado because of his big contract and because he is signed long term and and it is kind of a risk because there is a course field factor there there is a big course course there is a big course field factor there a little bit of a tongue twister so i don't think it's gonna happen i think that this was leaked by the rockies clearly right like obviously the mets aren't gonna say oh yeah the rockies want want us into it because we're because we're interested no like the mets aren't going to drive up the price on themselves that makes no sense so obviously obviously this was leaked by the rockies it's about to be january in what a week or two um maybe they're getting a little anxious and and be like hey i can't afford arenado he has to be off the team so maybe this is them kind hoping um um, to drum up some sort of a market for him because they're because they're there clearly hasn't been one yet and i will love arenado on on the bets. Just saying. I, I was on the Arenado train before I was on the Lador train. And now that I think about it, I'm good on either one of them. I'm good on either one. I'm not giving up Mauricio Alvarez or Matthew Allen. I'm not giving or Isaiah Green. I'm super high on Isaiah Green, the third round pick, 79th overall. I'm super high on him. I'm, I'm not giving him up. But you want Brett Beatty? You want Pete Crow Armstrong? You want Mark Vientos? Okay. I'll talk with you about that, but I'm not going to give up my top four. Guys, that is undebatable. If they even ask, you you hang up and you call it a day. Um, I'm trying to think if there's really any other big news in baseball. Uh, David Dahl signed with the Rangers. I really thought he was the perfect he was the perfect fit for the Mets. It cost nothing. Three three million dollars for even a bench player is nothing, and, and I think that David Dahl is better than just a bench player. I would have loved the Mets to be all over it, but three million dollars in Texas is like five point five million dollars here because there's no tax in Texas. There's um, there's no this, there's no that. Um, so maybe the Mets didn't want to give him a one year six million dollar deal to just ensure, excuse me, um, to just ensure the deal. So maybe that was the logic behind it. I I do not know, but I would have loved him on the Mets. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the whole Lot of Mets podcast. SNY, hit me up on Twitter, at Lot of Mets. Follow me on Instagram, at Lot of Mets. If you guys enjoy, which I hope each and single one of you do, and everyone who 
listens to me. I'll keep on saying it. It means the world to me, guys. Thank you so much. Um, please rate and follow and subscribe. Five stars, please. It costs, it costs you nothing, and it means so much to me. I really appreciate you guys. Have a, ha have a good one.